I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. I want to talk to you today about the relationship of goals and vision. This is really important because I got to tell you, um, I'm in the midst of reviewing some really old footage that I shot for the certification program, and, and there was some point that I came up with that was, it was so profound that it really, I, it, I can't believe I haven't spoken about this to you guys ever. And it really you know, it has to do with, of, of what happened to goals. Like, what went wrong? Like, you know, just you understand that before 1960, no one ever spoke about goals. It was, it was not even in like the vernacular. You know, maybe there was a very small pocket of people who, who had read Thinking Grow Rich, but it was no, in no way the mainstream that people would say, I'm a goal-oriented person. It was far outside of the mainstream, right? It wasn't part of the vernacular. What happened was in, in 1959 or 60, there was a, a record, an actual vinyl record released by a guy named Earl Nightingale called The Greatest Secret. And it was this incredibly profound um, recording he made. And it's basically this booming voice. And it actually paved the way for the company Nightingale Conant, which makes all these self-help tapes. But what it was basically was that, you know, he talked about like that you are what you think about. And he took some of Napoleon Hill's teachings and he just was very charismatic. And it was just like a great way of explaining stuff that you are what you think about. And, and then the cornerstone point he made was that there was a study in Yale University that in 1940 of the entire graduating class, for only 5% of the graduating class of Yale had set goals. And those 5% had outperformed the, all the rest of the 95% combined. And that was the thesis that started this, the greatest secret that, you know, you're become a goal oriented person to you all what you think about. And it was like, well, people were like, wow, I mean, the, the 5% outperformed the rest. Well, as it turned out, it was bullshit. It wasn't true. It was one of those like folklore. It never actually happened. There was no study. It was just, it wasn't true, right? But the interesting thing was, is that it started this whole, you know, trend towards goal setting and, and, and you know, uh, empowered thinking and, and hurrah, it was a great thing. And through the 60s and 70s, it became this big explosion of a new way of thinking and it led to the self-development movement in the 80s and so forth, Dr. Bandler and NLP, right? But here's what happened. Like anything else, you know, like the, the power of something and the idea is in the language. Like, you know, goal. It was this power. Fuck, I'm a goal setter. I'm a goal-oriented person. Well, what happened was is over the years, that has lost its power entirely. Everyone's a fucking goal setter. Everyone, yeah, I say fucking goals on, you know, if you look at any resume, goal-oriented, you know, achiever. It's, it's fucking nonsense. It basically became a buzzword for mediocrity. People set goals, they don't take them seriously, they hardly ever try to enforce them, they don't set goals the right way, and the whole idea of being a goal-oriented person is like a passport to nothing. It doesn't mean, it's not, it's a matter anymore, right? The, the modern way, the effective way of really understanding the importance of goals, because goals are fucking crucial, you have to have goals, but the only way your goals have power is if there's a vision for your future that sits atop the goals. In other words, you're back in the day, when someone set a goal, it was like there was an emotional investment. It was almost like, your goal was almost like your vision. And back in the days of early, early days of Earl Nightingale, it was almost like, a goal was almost like your vision for the future. It wasn't like the way we, we think of goals now, where it's a beginning date, an end date, there's weekly goals, monthly goals, annual, right? It was very different, like, it was a big deal. 
and it had this emotional, visceral connection to go out and achieve what we wanted. Our goal was to live a certain type of life. And that's really more of a vision. Nowadays, we talk about empowered thinking. It's really about vision. To have a vision for your future that truly makes you jump out of bed in the morning and sees every day. And then what happens is that, but that vision is far off. It's like three to five years out in the future. And what happens is if you try to just focus on something that's so distant, it's very difficult to sort of make it real in your life every day. So what we do, and the way this starts to really make sense, is we connect ourselves to our vision, the big V up here, we connect ourselves to a series of goals. So imagine, watch, this is where you are, this is where you are today. Your vision represents where you want to be at three years or five, three to five years from now, right? That's your vision. So what your goals are, are these little signposts, stopping off points along the way. They're almost like directional mechanisms that tell you, am I headed in the right direction or am I headed in the wrong direction in terms of my future?